Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You know, sometimes you talk to people that are blackjack players and it can get pretty tedious, but not the case here. I've just read a book called Blackjack Life by Nathaniel Tilton that literally kept me up pretty much all night long because it is so suspenseful and well-written. So we're going to talk to the author of that book, Nathaniel Tilton. And this is Dave Weishaddle. We got director Andrew J. Cohen from the movie The House, starring Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. He's a real talented director and a really funny guy. And after that, we have a mailbag where we answer your questions. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to AdamandEve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen.
Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have a guest now who has written, uh, it was a few years ago, but has written an extraordinary book, a book so captivating that I literally stayed up into the wee hours of the night, then went to sleep, then woke up before dawn to finish reading it because I wanted to see how it turned out. Uh, His name is Nathaniel Tilton. He is by profession a financial advisor, but he is also a wicked good writer, and uh, he's here with us now. Nathaniel, are you there? I'm here. It's good to be here. Thanks. Uh, Listeners, he's written Blackjack Life. Now, Nathaniel, what prompted you to write this book? Um. A few reasons. Um, the main one was that during my, my years playing uh, professional blackjack, it was something that I sort of kept to myself and, and not a lot of people in my life, family, friends, uh, and whatnot knew about that. So there's a little bit of a play on words there as far as the blackjack life in that it's sort of like this is an ex- example of, of what the blackjack life looks like, but it's also my second life, uh, another life that I was leading uh, that I wanted to kind of share with with uh, others. Okay. I noticed that when you uh, started your blackjack playing career, you had another full-time job and were not married. Do you think that people could actually play blackjack professionally and have a full uh, family life? Uh, that's a great question. Um, well, my, my playing partner, D.A., uh, was married. He uh, He now has three daughters. And, uh, so it's certainly, um, possible though, uh, living the life of a bachelor gave me a lot of freedom to be able to practice, play, travel, uh, that sort of thing. So it makes it a little easier, but it's not as though it couldn't be done if you, if you have a family. Okay. Fair enough. I I noticed that the book blackjack life walks people through the process you went through to become a professional blackjack player. It starts before, and then you spend a lot of the book recounting exactly how it is you got up to speed, which was at its best incredibly fast, to practice uh, the skills necessary to be a professional blackjack player. Can you walk our listeners through, uh, in summary fashion, obviously, we only have about a 15-minute segment for this interview, but walk them through the process you went through from being interested and knowing nothing to being maybe one of the most skilled blackjack practitioners in the country? It's, it's a very good question because um, I did kind of start off as just being a fan of the idea of card counting, having read Bringing Down the House and Busting Vegas, um, written by Ben Mesrick. And uh, the main character in Busting Vegas, Semyon Dukach, was living in Boston and had offered where I was living and had offered uh, private seminar that I attended, but I really went just because I wanted to meet the character that I had read in the book. I had no aspirations of being a professional player. Um, one thing led to another, though, and uh, we a handful of us found ourselves trying to practice these skills, and we, we sort of jumped ahead right away and said, okay, let's try to keep the count and, and, and do the math and the division and all this, and we we're really struggling. And so what we did was we really took a step back and said, okay, let's master one thing at a time. What's the very first thing we need to know? And it was basic strategy. So we just devoured basic strategy until it became uh, second nature. And then we would move on to the next skill and the next skill until we had our entire repertoire uh, put together. So you did it sequentially rather than holistically. Yes, Okay. very much so. I was impressed with your thoroughness of execution. And I'm wondering, now, you don't consider yourself a math genius, right? <laughs> no, in fact, I, I noticed that you had asked that of John Bukowski. Um, and it's it's basic counting and math, um, but it really does come down to being able to process a lot of small details all at once. Right. So addition is simple subtraction, division, it's all simple, but you're doing it all at once um, and and trying to process all this information with a tremendous amount of distraction. So that's what makes card counting the most difficult uh, in terms of, of math. Um, you don't, certainly don't need to be a genius. You just be, need to be able to sort of multitask and compartmentalize a lot. How long did it take you 
both in terms of hours a week of work and weeks in a row of perfecting it, to go from zero to the 100 miles an hour practitioner you became, if you were to you know, put a number on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think if I were to ballpark it, I would say six months. Um, but then there's certainly learning that continued on for years after that. But the early on, I, I had the fortune of being trained both by Semyon Dukac and Mike Aponte separately, um, both former uh, members of the MIT Blackjack team, both very skilled players in their own right. And uh, one of the things, particularly with regard to Mike Aponte, is so, so talented, is that I didn't want to fail him. I didn't want to come up short or come across as, you know, sort of an 80% proficient player. I wanted to be as good as he was. And so I worked tirelessly for that. And I think a lot of new players starting out, they don't necessarily have that person that's holding them accountable. And we did. And so I think that that was one of the great fortunes for us was having that guidance and also sort of that benchmark to, to strive for. Right. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. We'll get right back to the show, but I want to take a minute to talk to you about being genius. How would you like your coffee delivered right to your door every month, maybe two times a month? Well, now that can happen with Bean Genius. Bean Genius sells freshly roasted coffee from some of the best independent coffee roasters in the country at BeanGenius.com. And Bean Genius actually learns their customers' individual taste preferences, then suggests future coffee blends for them. Well, how do they do that? Well, this is the cool thing about Bean Genius. Over at BeanGenius.com, they use an algorithm which learns the coffee flavors you like and then pairs up what you like with the coffee that they have in stock. And it's all based upon you. Every time you order, the system learns. The system learns your preferences as you go along and order more and more coffee. And now, all our listeners can get a special offer. You head on over to BeanGenius.com slash subscription, and you'll be able to get 10% off your purchase when you use our promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E, at checkout. That's 10% off at BeanGenius.com slash subscription with promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E. BeanGenius.com, the smart specialty coffee subscription service. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Now, I do some other stuff, but poker, that's the thing I do best. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. This is Ashley Adams, your host. Listeners, we're talking to Nathaniel Tilton, author of Blackjack Life, now a financial advisor, but also one of the best blackjack players in the country and a very good author. Um, when did you, in the process, did you say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to come out of this pro- really proficient? How long was it before you knew that this was something you were going to be able to master? Well, we had been practicing a lot at home and had really kind of gotten to the point where we felt like we were on the cusp of being able to, to take it to the casinos. But we also were plateauing to some degree um, and not really sure how to kind of get to get over that, that hump. And so we reached out to Mike Aponte and, um, and did a private training with him. And, uh, and he gave us the confidence that our skills were good, but he also um, gave us an awareness of how we could get better. And then he took us under his wing and uh, really took us from sort of, a minus players to a plus players. Um, and, and that, you know, that first meeting with Mike, when he kind of gave us some feedback, wow, you guys actually have, have really developed your skills. You've got a lot of potential here. I'd really like to, to mentor you. Um, that was kind of the turning point for us where we knew that we had, uh, a chance to, to be very successful with it. So it was really important for you in a number of ways to have a mentor and instructor, both in terms of getting you to the next plateau and also giving you the confidence to go into the field, so to speak, into the casinos and start winning. Is that right? Yeah, it was priceless. I mean, we were able to, you know, uh, learn from him and then be able to bounce thoughts and ideas and questions off of him. And uh, he was very generous with his time and, and with us and we're so appreciative. But I don't think that we would have become the players that we did 
without his guidance. I think we would have we would have stayed at that plateau. We probably would have been okay advantage players. Um, we probably would have been playing with an advantage and maybe been profitable. Um, but we would not have gotten to the level that we did without him setting these expectations and um, sort of not allowing us to cut corners in any way. And uh, it, it, it really was what kind of took us over over the hump. Right. He wouldn't allow you to stop with the illustrious 18. He made you do them all. Do you want to explain what that's all about? Sure. Um, so, you know, most, most of your listeners are probably aware of basic strategy. And then from a card counting perspective, you there are certain uh, counts at which you might veer from basic strategy in terms of hitting or doubling or splitting. Um, and there are a lot of potential variations, over 130 of them. Um, but what a lot of books will talk about are the, the illustrious 18, which are the most, the 18 most advantageous, um, opportunities to veer from basic strategy. Uh, and that those 18 sort of represent all of the extra advantage you really need. And that learning any more than that doesn't really provide that much of a boost. If anything, it might actually, uh, hinder you if, if you start getting confused with lots and lots of, variations. To Mike's point, though, he's sort of approach it with, if you're going to learn it, if you're going to be an advantage player, why not learn them all? And we did. Uh, so we we went from just kind of memorizing the, the illustrious 18 to knowing 130 plus variations, um, you know, without even thinking much about it. So it, it was those types of things. And there were a lot of other examples of that where we just said, what, what, what do we need to do to be perfect in this particular area? And, uh, and then we worked really hard to, to do that. And you did. You succeeded. Can you tell our listeners, at your peak, when you were at your best, how much money an hour, on average, recognizing this variance, of course, um, how much could you actually earn? Yeah, it's such a tough question to answer. Um, <laughs> I know it is. I can tell you, that, yeah, uh, I can tell you that our our bankroll was was certainly in the six figure range. Um, is roughly two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand, and so we would be betting according to that um, to our bankroll. And so I'd say, you know, at our peak, we we might have been earning say five hundred dollars an hour if, if I had to to guess. Um, but it also, in order to earn that 500 an hour of play, it required a lot of other, um, sort of other work that isn't sitting at the table. It's scouting out games. It's the travel, it's the cat and mouse game with the casino personnel. Um, but if you're just talking about actually sitting at the table and playing, you know, uh, it certainly was very profitable at that time. It was just a matter of how long could we sustain it? Uh, and 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 what other types of strategies could we use to to you know project our longevity out further? Right. Tell us about getting heat and what that was like. I mean, we have in our imagination uh, probably the stories of Kanuskin people going into back rooms and getting beaten up. Uh, your experiences ranged from uh, different types of things. Tell us about those experiences. Well, the most common. The most common thing would be getting backed off, which is simply being asked not to play blackjack anymore. So, you know, typically a casino shift manager would come up, tap you on the shoulder, shake you, your hand and, and introduce himself or herself and say, um, you know, we've been watching you play and, and you seem like a skilled player. We ask that you no longer play blackjack. You're welcome to play other games or you can play blackjack, but, you know, only bet the table minimum. Um, so there was that. But there was also the anticipation of that. And I think early on, there's an excitement that comes from getting heat um, just because it feels like someone's validating that you're a skilled player and that feels good. Um, but as time went on, it was such it became more of a nuisance because it's preventing us from our ultimate goal. And so you, you kind of develop uh, it's easy to develop a little bit of a paranoia. So uh, a floor person or pit boss goes over to the phone is on the phone and happens to glance in your direction. You're wondering whether that is heat related to you 
or just that they happen to glance in your direction, you don't know. And so trying to decipher what's considered heat and what's not um, is sort of part of the challenge, and you have to consider the context of the situation. Um, but that was the most common thing, and then obviously there were some other experiences which were a little bit more, um, uh, I don't know, a little scarier, I guess, where I've, where I've been backroomed uh, before, and that, that is a whole other level of heat. I would want to I encourage folks to pick up a copy of your book to read more about that because there it, it's very exciting. In fact, I I literally had to get up in the middle of the night to see the rest of the story. <laughs> we have about a minute left. Um how do people get your book? Yeah, I I mean Huntington Press did a fantastic job publishing my book. Um Arnold Snyder was the um the person that edited it and and reviewed it. So that was a huge feather in my cap. Um, so it can be purchased either on uh, Huntington Press web- website or it's on Amazon. It's available in uh, ebook, Kindle, um, iBooks, all of that. Um, so it's pretty readily available. Well, that's great. And I'll just end with this. Uh, you did what I did, which to me is the best part of the book. You dedicated it to your wife, uh, which I did with my first book. This book is dedicated to my remarkable wife, Celeste. You inspire me to my core, and I love you very much. Uh, wonderful. Nice chatting with you, Nathaniel. Well, thanks so much for having me. I love, love the show, and I'm, I'm glad that I could be on it today. Oh, we're, we're very pleased to have you. And when you write your next book, which is Blackjack Life Redux, uh, we'll be here. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> okay. that. Take care. Listeners, we're going to come right. back. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PenBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S.com. Stay ahead of the game with PenBets.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline. Available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Fatty acids, omega-3s and omega-6s are great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies. Grass, pollen, dust, 
dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic. Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free. This week at Dynavite.com. Dynavite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, this is Dave Shuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 9th, 2018. Well, it looks like Sir Richard Branson is getting into the casino business. Last week it was announced that Virgin has purchased the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas for an undisclosed price. Branson stated he intends to convert the casino into a fully branded Virgin property by the end of 2019 and will invest millions of dollars in renovations. Daily fantasy sports giant DraftKings is looking to move into sports betting in New Jersey. DraftKings told the Associated Press that they are speaking with several casinos in Atlantic City, hoping to partner with them if a favorable Supreme Court decision regarding sports betting is handed down. The U.S. Supreme Court is expected to release its decision any day now, whether sports betting will be allowed in New Jersey's casinos and racetracks. And finally, congratulations to the Villanova Wildcats for beating the Michigan Wolverines to become the NCAA basketball champions. However, that was bad news for casino owner Derek Stevens. Stevens, who is the owner of D Hotel and Casino, bet $25,000 that Michigan would sweep the tournament and would have won $1 million if Nova lost. When asked if he had any regrets, Stevens said he regretted not putting $3 million on Villanova. Hindsight's 2020, isn't it? Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Forget about April showers. At Borgata, it's raining cash. At Borgata's Spring Poker Open, April 10th through the 27th, featuring over 43 heart-pounding events, including the $1 million guaranteed opening and live-streamed championship events. Qualify online for as little as $5 at BorgataPoker.com. Borgata Spring Poker Open, April 10th through the 27th. Complete tournament details available at TheBorgata.com. Monthly 21 open. Online gaming available in New Jersey only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Lose track of time in those casinos. There's no windows, there's no clocks, and you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. (laughs) 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. You know, we all heard the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But what happens when Vegas is just down the street? That's the premise behind the great new comedy, The House, starring Will Farrell and Amy Poehler. And we are lucky to have the director and co-writer with us, Andrew J. Cohen. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Andrew, this is a great concept with an amazing cast. You have Will Farrell and Amy Poehler playing a married couple, desperate to get some money to send their daughter to college, so do they decide to open up an illegal casino. The idea is hilarious. How did you come up with that kind of idea? Well, it's funny. Like When I was in high school, um, that's exactly what I did. I would go to people's houses and play poker in their basement without their parents knowing and it, it was always it always just seemed like a really funny premise um you know keeping it from your parents and having to live two lives almost and we thought we were gangsters or something um but we were really just a bunch of idiots playing cards uh but then you know i i, I realized like after after i wrote neighbors um my manager said like you write people uh you know adults going through these these really big childish like problems why don't you make it about the adults uh, and I've really just busted it wide open. Um, once you see it as, you know, parents trying to keep it from their kids, um, it's almost like, you know, the parents are acting like the kids and uh, their daughter, who's unaware of it, is acting like their parents. So that, that was kind of the fun of the premise. And, you know, I just busted wide open from there. You know, I was thinking that, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s. And every time I saw a comedy about a kid going to college, they were the one doing something crazy and irresponsible. And in this movie, it's the parents doing something crazy and irresponsible. And that had to be fun to write. Absolutely. I mean, look, Dave, I have a lot of bad ideas. Um, <laughs> and there a lot of them are really good premises for movies just because it's like, well, you know, everybody, everybody's got the same needs, like money for your kids. Like now I have, I have two, uh, I have two kids. I just had another daughter or I just had a daughter and I have a son. Um, and I filled out my five, you know, the 529 I started and, I, the terror involved uh, in, in filling it out and saying, how the hell am I going to fill this up, uh, you know, is enough to just drive you crazy. So instead of going crazy, you just write a script and then you make a movie and it sort of takes care of that anxiety. <laughs> and you can share it with the world and have them share it with you. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cheaper than a therapist, I guess, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if we're, we're all in this together, we're all just trying to do best for our kids. Um, so, you know, you find if you can find the worst way to solve a problem, that's usually the funniest. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a joy working with Will and working with Amy. They're, you know, true professionals. And it was it was a total gift, um, you know, being a first time director uh, to have those two as well as Jason Mantzoukas and just an amazing uh, supporting cast. You know, it's, it's great to see. Will Farrell and Amy Poehler together on the same screen. I, I, they, I know they were in Blades of Glory, but they didn't have a lot of screen time together. This time they were really. Exactly. To, this time they were really together. I mean, from day one, were they in rhythm with each other? They just seemed so natural together. Absolutely. Um, you know, we didn't have rehearsals on the movie, so day one was actually uh, day one of rehearsals for for. Will and Amy, and we had a scene with the financial advisor, the one where Will thinks, you know, and, and Amy think that they have four hundred one thousand dollars when it's, it's <laughs> just a four hundred one k. I've made that mistake. I looked at a piece of paper and I thought I, w I had hit it big, um, and then I realized it was just a category. Um, but uh, but yeah, day one, the financial advisor scene. We did six different scenes, you know, like they, they, there was one premise of, the, of an improv that was like, you, you play our daughter and then we're going to try to explain to you that we've lost them. No, no, we, they play the daughter. Sorry, let me take that back. So there, the premise of it was uh, Will and Amy were, were going to play the daughter and then the financial advisor plays them and is trying to explain to them that they don't have enough money for college. <laughs> and Will and Amy just took this premise and for like 20 minutes <laughs> we're playing uh, we're playing their daughter uh, it's really funny it will never be in the movie but it's certainly on the dvd um you know and so so watching those two spark off each other there's just uh electricity in the room and then just something in their eyes that's so much fun to watch uh they genuinely enjoy each other so much uh, did you ever have to rein them in i, I mean it, it must be fascinating to watch them work and I, was there ever a point where i was like Wow, they just went somewhere I didn't think they should go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 
it's a it's a fun balance as as a director, especially you know having co-written the movie because you're you fall in love with some of the things you've written, and you're 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 definitely eager for them to do it and maybe try it a little differently. But I always love watching actors' instincts. Um, you know, they they're embodying the character, they're living with each other, they're reacting off each other. So I I almost rather capture what's genuine and authentic about their performance, and sometimes. You know, when I'm saying, the line says, I want it, <laughs> that sort of is a comedy killer versus, you know, if he says, I would like, I, I'm going to let him do that. But, you know, certainly um, with Jason Matsukis, I'll give you an example. Uh, he did a bit about a gorilla in a baseball hat in his house, and he kept talking to the gorilla as if he's a friend. And <laughs> he literally did this in six different scenes in the movie. And I'm like, Jason, there's no way the gorilla in the baseball hat is going to be in the movie. And he's like, I know. <laughs> so it's almost like he's doing it for himself and there's you know this perverse joke with himself that he absolutely committed to but I, I love working with actors that are you know that committed and you know that confident that, that they'll pursue an idea that of course will be on the DVD <laughs> uh, I never let anything go I, I, I you know all, all of these flights of fancy and all, all of the directions that um, these amazing actors took the characters and the plot in. I, I, I'll go down the rabbit hole. Like I love, if I have time, I will, I will explore it um, and throw, you know, throw out jokes or if I think of a line, I'll throw it out uh, at them. And I don't know. It's just sort of a fun, loose atmosphere. Um, I try to, I just try to keep a, a good time on set. For a first-time director, you hit the motherload in a talented cast. Who are some of the other uh, actors in the movie? Um, we've got we've got this really great cast, yeah. So so Jason Mansuk, as I mentioned, who's uh, Rafi in the league. Um, uh, there's also Nick Kroll, who who plays uh, Ruxin in the league, and is also in Oh Hello on Broadway. Um, there's Rob Hubel. Uh, uh, there's who else? Cedric Yarbrough, um, Lennon Parham. Like it's funny because all these people have are either on a show right now, oh, Rory Scovel, who's got a, a Netflix comedy special coming out. Um, uh, Jeremy, yeah, so you got Jeremy people, Renner, at Academy Award. Yeah, Jeremy, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that, yeah not, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hey, mean to uh, forget about Hawk, uh, Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. I, also, I, I'm, uh, I'm here to help you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a blast. I mean, honestly, having, having that kind of presence in your movie, um, the sort of dangerous, you know, not, not your conventional comedian that you would always think of, but I, I love, you know, taking so, somewhat serious actors or action people and throwing them in. I mean, Steve Zissis, who is in togetherness, um, but, you know, uh, he, he also is, is one of those guys who, Allison Tolman, who is in Fargo, like, they're more serious, uh, but to throw them in with the mix of really um, crazy comedians, uh, that, that sort of tension creates a lot of uh, fun um, and unexpected sparks. How fun was it to shoot the scene where they catch the cheater? Because that was <laughs> that was hilarious to watch. It, it, that was the initial premise. Like once once it was like, okay, what if it's adults uh, trying to get the, you know trying to start a casino? Um, then it, it busted open in, in in the sense that I go, okay, well, me, I, like Andrew Cohen. How do I? What do I do when I see a cheater? Like. Uh, and I envisioned like kind of laying out like a saw, a screwdriver, a vacuum cleaner and being like, oh, yeah, this is coming for you, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, like that was just sort of the initial joke is like, what if like I can't be Heisenberg? Um, I, I even if I tried, I, I don't think I would be able to go through some of those things. So really trying to be a normal guy in, in the shoes of a gangster seemed like uh, endless comedy Um just because I, for me, it's, it's like the premise of Breaking Bad is like everyone's capable of this evil. And I'm like, I don't think anybody's like, I'm not. I guess that's the premise. I'm not capable of this evil. So, um, so, so as a director, did you channel your inner Scorsese on that one? or? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, the idea was always to do uh, a Scorsese in the suburbs um, and, and try to, you know, as the movie gets gets going and they go down the, the rabbit hole, it sort of gets darker and darker stylistically. And that was when it was really fun to, you know, give ode to Scorsese uh, or, you know, any of the gangster movies. Like, well, I watched a ton of gangster movies uh, just just trying to get into The Butcher and trying to get into that that look, almost like it's a, a genre movie that gets out of control. Um, so, you know, and, and I've, 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 uh, I've had a lot of experience just watching um, some comedy directors 
you know, who are super, super talented, like Judd Apatow and Adam McKay and Nick Stoller and Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Um, but I also worked for Adrian Lyne, who, who on, on, on the movie Unfaithful, and that guy's a cinematic mastermind. So, uh, you know, just the visuals that he could bring to a movie, like that was also part of the fun of it, was like, how serious can I go at the same time that we're going super goofy? Because um, I thought like the more it looked like a gangster movie, the funnier it would be. Uh, just because they would be so out of place, um, so that was also kind of kind of the fun of making it was throwing that style at them and just seeing how they how they hung with it. Um, but watching watching Will be Robert De Niro in Casino was a total joy. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, him in those glasses alone was such was was really really fun. Uh, he looked awesome. Uh, you, you mentioned something really interesting. Now you wrote Neighbors Neighbors Two yes. with Seth Rogen. Yep. Now you did the house. I got to ask you, what do you find so funny about the suburbs? I mean, did you grow up in a place like Fox Meadow, and which is the fictional place in the house? And it was like, you know, there's something underneath these pretty little houses. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm glad you're you're picking up on a trend. I like suburban crime revenge stories. Uh, I think you know, neighbors is vigilante justice in that, the suburbs, and this is that, that uh, is such a new genre of movie. <laughs> you haven't heard of that genre oh, yeah. on Netflix? Oh, well, I, I think I, I, I would love to keep making stuff in this vein. Um, I, I did grow up, I, my neighborhood growing up was Fox Meadow um, in, in a town uh, called Scarsdale in Westchester, New York. Okay. Um, and, and I think, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't trust the, the nice picket fences and white houses. I think I like imagining something dark going on underneath. And uh, there's something about like David Lynch Blue Velvet in a comedy version <laughs> that I think is really funny. That you know, despite all the the the, the shine and the gleam, uh, there's something going on underneath, uh, like you said. So I don't know. Part, part of part of you know exploring that, peeking behind the curtain, uh, ripping the mask off, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's something fun about. Uh, you know, re- looking through how civilized we all act uh, and seeing like something underneath that's like a little, a little crazier, or a little funnier than we expect. Well, I think we're running out of time, and I just want to tell everyone the movie is called The House, starring Will Farrell and Amy Poehler. And don't forget to check out the website, thehousemovie.com. Director and co-writer Andrew J. Cohen, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Andrew, best of luck with the movie. I hope we talk again soon. Thanks so much. All right, see ya. See ya. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. Its patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Okay, play a fun word game with me. This will do it. What do you think of when you think of a hunting lot? Hunt. Yes. What do you think of when you think of a rest home? Your rest. So, you see, we're going to associate the desert in with something beautiful. You don't think of anything here now, do you? Gambling. That's uh, why people come here. That's they right. gamble. They uh, want to go to hunting lots. They go to Wisconsin. They want to rest. They go to New Orleans. They want to gamble. They come to Vegas. That's what it's called. Gambling. Las Vegas gambling. You see signs around this town with guys with guns shooting ducks. It's a gambling play. They don't shoot ducks, raccoons, beavers. They come to gamble. Welcome back, everyone. It's Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. This is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment, when I'm joined in studio by Dave Weishattle. Just reminding you, if a member of our audience has a question for our mailbag, you can email us at info at houseofcardsradio.com, tweet us at HOC Radio, leave a message or text on the House of Cards hotline at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. And if we choose your question to answer on air, you'll receive a BorgataPoker.com baseball hat, a BorgataPoker.com T-shirt, a House of Cards custom poker chip, and a deck of official Hooters playing cards provided by our friends at Hooters of Princeton, New Jersey. Well, we have a question from Al from Houston. I'm a fan of the World Series of Poker and would love to see it in person. I have limited vacation time, so I was wondering, when was the best time to go to Vegas to see the tournament? As a non-playing tourist, would it be better to go in the summer to see the different events or should I wait and go in the fall when the final table occurs? Ah, now this is very, very interesting yeah, question. Yeah. If he is a non-player, it really depends what he wants out of his visit to the World Series. The most drama that you have is certainly the final table. So if his interest is, as a tourist, comparable to somebody wanting to go to the World Series of baseball or uh, a, a f- defining moment of competition, like you would go to the Final Four, then you want to go in November. Um, y- it's a spectator event then, and there are stands, and you, small, indoors, but you can sit and be part of the rooting section for one of the players that you may decide to choose as your champion. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you have to buy tickets. No. This. No, really? Free. Just walk, look just at walk that. in. Look at that. You just walk in. It's free, uh, at least... It has been. Now, maybe they'll see this as another revenue stream. Yeah, right. I doubt it. It's, it's, to be honest, it's not a great spectator sport because unlike watching it on TV, you yeah. don't see the whole cards. Well, certainly there are no monitors around the uh, table or anything like well, that. So you're monitors, not going to be really – Interestingly okay. enough, there are monitors that have the TV portion but without the whole cards. So you have big screens that you can watch. You know, for reactions and for the close-up sure, shots, sure. but you don't see the whole cards because they're delayed. I think ten to twenty minutes. Now there are monitors around the Rio, maybe even in the room where you can watch mm-hmm. retrospectively. Yeah, I think they're streaming online too. I think right. you can watch it online. But the online stuff is delayed. So if you're there, and the reason for being there is to physically be in the room, you don't get the benefit of the seeing the whole card. So it's kind of boring. I've done it for hours on end once. And man, I'm a huge poker enthusiast. I did not find it engaging live <laughs> action stuff, although it was interesting for me. If that's what interests him, that's the time to go. But if he wants the spectacle, the celebrity poker players, the 
mix of things and wants to be part of it, like the Super Bowl week, you got to go in July. July. You got to go. You got to see all the side action. You got to see the other tournaments going on. You got to see the thousands of players going back and forth. That you will not see for the uh, the final nine. Do they still have the expo? I remember no, that was your favorite that time That was to my go. favorite part. And I wish they did, but apparently it was not profitable. It was more trouble than it was worth. But, man, I loved that. All the booths, all the different people. But the closest you come to that is during June and July when you have all the side action. Um, and you, that's when you see the, oh, my God, that's, you know, that's Doyle Brunson. Oh, my God. You know, uh, that's what I, I think most people would prefer. But he may really want to be there for the authentic moment of competition yeah, yeah. where it's you know narrowed down and people are cheering. That happens. Well, let me ask from a tourist perspective, is it cheaper to go in the fall when it's really off-season for Las Vegas or if, in terms of hotel rooms? I mean, is There's it cheaper? no way to be certain. No? No, because you've got to realize that as huge as the World Series of Poker is in our minds, in Las Vegas – it's almost treated as a non-entity. Yeah. That's changed a little bit. I think now you have some banners on some lampposts announcing it. But Las Vegas exists irrespective of the World Series. It's not like the Super Bowl is when it was in Jacksonville and uh-huh. the whole city is the Super Bowl. That's not what happens to Las Vegas. In fact, you could be at a casino, mention the World Series. If you're not in the poker room, people won't have any idea what you're talking about. Um, you, you would not know that the World Series of Poker is going on at the Rio mm, okay. if you did not know that the, po- the World Series of Poker was going on at the Rio. It's not like it's everybody talks about it. So there are no... Like the smaller hotels, I say, hey, World Series is here. You get a special deal if you. The come. poker rooms may. Ooh, okay. The poker rooms have That's a nice big tournaments Good, at the right. same time in June and July. There's the you know the Venetian, the Win, uh, the Aria, uh, Binions, Golden Nugget, all have their own big tournaments. All right, sounds good. All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.